Welcome to the resource room. I'm Amanda, the blogger and TPTer behind the Primary Gal. As a special education teacher, you are always supporting others, students, parents, general education teachers. But who is supporting you? That's where this podcast comes in. It's my mission to give you the help and support that you need. I'll be sharing my tips, tricks, research-based strategies, and professional development. I'm here to help you grow and learn as a resource room teacher. Are you ready? Let's dive in. Welcome, my friends. Thank you so much for coming back for episode two. And in this episode, we're going to talk all about reading skills and reading strategies and what the heck is the difference between the two. Well, these two words are often used interchangeably. And even I have used those words incorrectly because to me, reading skill, reading strategy, it's all the same thing, right? But no. So I think it's incredibly confusing. I think that every textbook company, every intervention, every book that you read, every list that you Google online will have a different list of what skills and what strategies there are for reading. And so I kept wondering, like, why, why is this so confusing? Why is there not a big mama list of here are all of the reading skills that you need to know to be able to be a good reader? Here are all the strategies that you need to know. And then I could just start teaching those. But a big list does not exist. And as you listen to this, I want you to really understand why there's not always a big mama list or why those lists out there might differ. And depending on the reader that we are describing, that list of their skills and their strategies that they need will be different. So after looking at a lot of books and a lot of lists, I have made a list of skills and strategies. And these will be available on my blog, which will be linked in the show notes if you want an actual list to look at. But as you'll know by the end, you might disagree or you might have other thoughts or for a particular student, these skills and strategies might change. So first, let's start with skills. Reading skills that you must have to be able to read would be decoding, fluency, vocabulary, working memory, attention span, concepts of print, and context clues. Those skills are needed to do the basics of reading a story. Now, let's talk a little bit about strategies. I'm gonna read my list again, and then we're gonna move on to the part that I'm going to say is about as clear as mud, okay? So, you need to be able to preview the text, make predictions, identify the main idea, ask questions, make inferences, visualize the story. You need to be able to map out the story, and then you need to be able to retell it or summarize it. Those are strategies. Now, here's the part that's clear as mud, okay? I wanna first start with the definition of what reading strategies are. Reading strategies are actions that a reader should or does take to figure out a text or to remember. And we should be using reading strategies when we're reading texts that are difficult for us. 
So if you think back to episode one, I gave you an example about me reading a book for my psychology class or reading a book about the brain where I don't know all of the words and the ins and the outs and the lingo and I don't have a lot of background knowledge on that. So when I was reading that, I had to do a lot of looking up words and coming back to the text and then I would kind of reread it. That's a strategy. I would summarize what I had read to make sure I was on the right track. That's a strategy. And I did that for a text, for a text that was difficult for me. So when we think about reading strategies and why sometimes that list is different depending on what website I'm looking at or what reading series I'm using, those strategies vary because some people or some children do those things instinctively. They just know, they just do. But rereading for a lot of our kids is something that needs to be taught. Knowing how to summarize is something that needs to be taught. So therefore we say those are strategies. When something is hard for you, you need a strategy. What do you do? Well, maybe you go back and reread it. Maybe you stop and look up the words. Maybe you summarize it. So reading strategies are the things that we use, our tools to help us when a text is too difficult. Now, once again, remember, clear as mud. After a while, after doing a strategy over and over and over again, eventually it becomes a skill. Remember, depending on what website you look at, what book you're reading, what whatever, that list might be different because over time, those things become reading skills. So think about whenever every student, yourself included, whenever you first went to school, first you had to learn your letters and your sounds. And then you didn't know how to stretch out words. You didn't have words that were unfam- or that were memorized. They were all unfamiliar to you. You had to work on stretching out two and three letter words, then four letter words, then some blends and diagraphs and things like that in there. And now nearly every word you read or things that you read on a normal basis, you probably know automatically. You don't have to stretch them out anymore. So you're not decoding words anymore. It's just automatically. I remember having to study my spelling words every single week because I just didn't know how to spell those words. I had to practice and practice and practice. Now, when I'm writing something down or I'm typing it, I just know how to do it. Like my brain just just knows what to write or it just knows how to type it. Those strategies I was studying, writing the spelling words over and over and over again. I was remembering the OA says, oh, those were strategies. But over time, it just became ingrained in me and now they're skills. Now it's just something that I can do. And so reading skills are things that you are proficient in. They're things that you're automatic in. You just do it. We as people have all kinds of other skills aside from academics, aside from learning. So music, running, cooking, sewing, those are skills. I remember whenever I first started working at a hospital, um, I was working in the kitchen with my mom. And she had cooked in the kitchen. In the end, she retired just last year um, after 30 years of working in a hospital kitchen. 
And I remember watching her pull pans out of the steam table. And she would use a pair of tongs and have one pot holder and she would just whip those babies out of there. It didn't matter how heavy, how light, what was in it. She just pulled those things out of there, slopped them around, put a new one in. And here I am like, slowly putting my tongs under, letting all the steam burn my skin off. And then I've got my pot holder and it's heavy and I don't know where to go with it. And I was awkward. And that was a skill she had developed. She knew exactly what to do. Her body knew what to do. She didn't take seven years so that all that steam got her. She just, she just did it. Where me, here I'm standing there, slowly letting the steam fog up my glasses and burn my arm and whatever. I had to learn that skill. It's the same thing in reading. We learn skills and we have a strategy as far as, okay, I'm going to put the pot holder over here and I'm going to slip my tongs up under this side and then I've got to do like a one swift motion and get it over. And, and there's strategy there. That's what you do. So we use those strategies to eventually, it's just like a skill. Running. I'm not a good runner. You have to learn strategies to run longer, run faster, run, you know, whatever. All of those things are strategies that eventually become skills. And the same things apply in reading. We have strategies that we learn to later be skills that we're very proficient in. The problem is some of our kids need more time to develop those strategies or they were taught strategies at a young age, but they were not ready for those. And now at a older age, they're ready to have those strategies introduced. So our jobs as special education teachers is to help them take their time to learn and grow in those reading strategies so that over time they can be reading skills, just things that they do automatically. But that goal is a difficult one for students with disabilities. For a lot of our kids, generalizing is hard about any topic, any skill, generalizing is often difficult. So being able to generalize those skills from something that we do in our group to something that they do on their own is going to be a challenge. It's something that's going to take time. But in my mind, if it's something that you're practicing on a regular basis, if it's something that you start small and let them gain some independence over time, they will be able to implement some of those strategies on their own so that it can be something that just becomes second nature. It's just something that they do. So this is the hard and time consuming part of our jobs and we can't give up on that. Our students need us to find ways that we can really, really work to help them become better readers, better comprehenders. And overall, students who are willing and able to take risks and implement some of these things on their own. Now remember, I said, you know, this is all about as clear as mud. It's confusing. Things are contradicting. Here you might see one thing, here you might see another, and that's okay. Honestly, in my mind, start looking at what your students need to conquer a difficult text. What do they need you to teach them? And that's a strategy. What can they already do on their own? That's a skill. I don't care what you call it. I don't care if this book says it's a skill and this book says it's a strategy. I don't care. What do your students need from you so that they can conquer difficult texts? That's a strategy.
teach it to them, help them, take baby steps, so that eventually, and it could be a long process, but eventually it becomes a skill. Now, I will see you next week where we will be talking all about those students who can read so fluently, so beautifully, but they can't always tell you what they actually read or answer questions about the text. Well, my friend, that's a wrap. Thank you so much for listening to the Resource Room Podcast. I truly, truly love to help and support other special ed teachers. Because of that, I run a Facebook group just for us. Search the Resource Room and request to join. You can also check out my website, theprimarygal.com, for blog posts, pictures, and more information. Until next time, have a great week.